Ocean Sports Jacks overtime. Here we go. On a Thursday on ESPN 690. Brian Middleton on the ones and twos. Casey Kurtz with you for some OT. And uh, I just sat down in this chair. I usually sit in there, Brian Middleton. Uh, well, I always sit in there uh, from three to six on Action Sports Jacks. I sit in here, which means I got the camera on me for the stream, right? And I just got a haircut. Why does it look like I'm balding? You got to work on that, man. How old are you? Do you see this? You got to work on that, man. Hold on, hold on. Let me take your headphones off. You got to 60 more years on Earth, man. Look at that. Yeah, you got to work on that, man. There's uh, some uh, biotin. I think that's the hair growing uh, vitamin, right? Biotin? I have no idea. I've never looked. What? What is going on? I don't know, man. Tighten up, though. This is... Now I'm just... Where do you go? You go sport cut? Where do you go? For haircuts? Oh, you can't see them because they're not paying for advertising. They're not. They're not paying, but I do go where you just said. Really? Yeah, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I just, you know, whoever can give me a cut, you know what I'm saying? Seems safe. But this, this is not their fault. I thought the haircut was good until I sat down right now and I look like I'm balding. Uh, it's your parents' fault. That's first and foremost. It, yeah. it do be Chip's fault. Yeah, Chip is my dad. Yeah. <laughs> what a disaster. I'm distraught. Anyway, this is Overtime Action Sports Jack's Overtime. That's Brian Middleton, who, by the way, getting to this more on Monday, if you're listening right now and you're a college football fan and you decide to tune into the national championship on ESPN. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Where you go further? Okay. Because I know you're the king of promos. Yeah. I feel like this is where you should tease. Like, build them up and then tell them why you're going to say it later. Oh, yeah, you better believe it. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. But anyway, if you're not, first of all, if you're not going to watch it on TV, listen to it on the radio, by the way. Uh, coverage for that one is going to start at 7. Me and Brian Middleton on Monday will take you from 6 until 7. Strictly college football. Strictly get you ready for the national championship. The game will be on ESPN 690. You can hear that. But if you watch the game on TV, you may want to pay close attention. Because I know that you can't see Brian Middleton right now. But you might. That's all I'm going to say. You got to pay attention to the game in its entirety, and uh, you might see a member of ESPN 6. Is there any chance that you're wearing an ESPN 690 gear uh, in the appearance you may have? You just got to watch. Watch okay. and see. Okay. You know, I'm learning from Casey Kurtz how to tease around here. You got to watch and see. Maybe I got some ESPN stuff on. Maybe I'm not on there at all. We, we don't know. That's don't true. Know. That is true. That is fair. So, anyway, that's what's going on with that. But definitely hang with us on Monday. And then we'll get you set. Uh, well, pretty much from three to six, w- uh, Monday is going to be a day in which we we know a couple of things. One, we're hoping to know who the GM of the Jags won't be, but we potentially know who it will be. And we will know a lot of other things, but we will know that the Jaguar season will have ended. And we also know the national championship will be coming up. So we'll do those things from three to six, six to seven, strictly college football, strictly national championship talk. And then the national championship right here on ESPN 690. But let's go back to the Jags. We've got one day left to talk about them before the season ends on ESPN 690. And it feels like for the first time all season, Miles Jack spoke to the media. And I don't know whose fault that is. But Miles was very, very good today on the microphone. He said a lot of good things. We played a lot of them from three to six. We're gonna play. Some, we're gonna play another one of those, a couple of those right now. But before I do, it's interesting. Miles Jack last year was a guy 
that was con- and, and, and keep in mind one win, but they were cons- he was consistently called the best player on the team and played the best besides maybe James Robinson. This year, we're wondering if Miles Jack fits on this team, which is fascinating. I think he does. Um, he maybe hasn't been flying around as much as he did last year in which you notice him. So is that a problem? Yeah, probably. But at the end of the day, he's a solid football player. He's a captain on the team. And listening to him talk today, I get the idea that there's a lot of respect for Miles Jack inside the locker room. Uh, outside of it, and I don't necessarily mean the media, I just mean fans in general, you should respect him as well for what he said today because he didn't really hold back. He didn't trash anybody, but he absolutely did not hold back in what he said about the organization. Uh, listen to a little bit of what Miles said right now. I, I, to keep it short and simple, um, I, I would just say this, this organization, like this function, and I feel like it, it falls on everybody's shoulders. There's not one person in particular, but it's just kind of been like a, a, a thing of where, like, for example, in the games, we shoot ourselves in the foot. You know what I mean? Like, we'll, we'll be getting a drive, and then maybe we may, you know, we don't get a stop on third down, or maybe the offense has a hiccup that may set them back in second and long. Like, we, we just, we we can't beat ourselves. And I'd say that this, this organization, that dysfunction, leads to us beating ourselves to, like, keep it short and, like, very politically correct. You know what I mean? Like, we just, we have to tighten up a lot of little things that, like, end up becoming big things. You know what I mean? So... I, if, if, if I was to like say what needs to be fixed, that would be it. It's an interesting perspective from Miles Jack. And, Brian, uh, you may or may not be hearing that for the first time, but if you are, um, I think it's interesting that he he is comparing, like, things they do on the field, shooting themselves in the foot and whatnot. And he's pretty much saying good teams don't do that, and then it makes it worse. Like, it just makes everything worse when we do that. And it just boils down to what's happening in the building. And I think that's a fascinating way to look at it because the New England Patriots, for example, don't really get the shooting themselves in the foot thing. So I guess at the end of the day, it just comes back to having a solid organization. And Miles is pretty much saying, no, we ain't got that. We got the dysfunction, though. I tell you what. So... Am I am I am I reading that wrong? Or are you reading that a different way? Uh, yeah, this is like a fifty second clip, maybe about twenty seconds in. I, you know, it started sounding like the Charlie Brown teacher. The wah 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 wah. <laughs> I I don't. What, so what what was he saying again? He he's saying that there's dysfunction. Like yeah, of course. What? Huh? I guess I guess he's saying the things that we've all been saying. I mean, he can't say much more, even though he's on the ground floor of things. So. Maybe you hope that you get something a little bit more than what is the absolute obvious. Listen, man, I just want the Jags to win six games in a season. That's all I want, man. And so if that means that you got to call out dysfunction, do it. Or keep the dysfunction, just win the game. That's, that's where I'm at at this point. It's interesting you say that. I don't remember which other clip I have on there, but go ahead and play it, and hopefully it's the one I'm thinking of. We felt like um, at the beginning of the season we had established the culture. We had established um, we we just really felt like we had, we had established an identity, and we felt like you know what I mean. We, we really believed that good things were gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like I I, I fully fully believe, and I always believe. But this year it was almost like a, a, a it, it didn't make sense. Like it was undeniable we were gonna win. So I think that's what really, like, and then obviously it, it was a whirlwind of stuff that was going on. I mean, there's no secret what was going on. You guys have reported on it. So, I mean, as a player, you know what I mean? It's just 
there's so much going on and we're not even talking about football and then kind of on the outside looking in, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to say like scandals, but just stuff that doesn't have to deal with football that now is a part of the Jaguars name. And I'd much rather be known as a football team that's out there kicking ass on Sunday than all the other stuff and lose. And that's interesting, I think, because it, it you haven't really had somebody on the team speaking publicly to the dysfunction that they've had. And Miles Jack is like, nah, forget that. Miles Jack has seen a lot. He's been here through the, the very few good and then the really bad. He's like, nah, I'm just going to lay it out. Well, Casey, I, you know, and I, this is the first time that I'm hearing it. Right. So I would have to go back and listen to the full interview. Does he talk about, besides just shooting themselves in the foot, does he get into more specifics about the player's role and actually just not being as good as the unit that they're facing? Because th what this feels like is he's pointing out the obvious, which is truth. And I appreciate somebody actually talking about it, right? I do appreciate that. But where else in that interview does he talk about, listen, my play was less than subpar at times, besides just shooting yourself in the foot. Let's get specific about this. Let's say, hey, you know what? I dropped the ball as well. And I'm one of the captains on this team, and we should be better. Now, I'm not knocking him for what he is saying right here. I know I used a little Charlie Brown comment beforehand. But is that in the interview at all or in his response at all? Because I have not listened to this whole thing, so I don't want to jump on him without hearing all of his words. Yeah, um, they talk about he talks about it a little bit when they talk about Joe Cullen, who he praised a lot. But, um, I mean, he, he, made, he made note of how embarrassed they were against New England, giving up 50 points as they should be. But, I mean, he, it, it, pretty much the same old, we got to play better, which is true. They do on defense, on offense. He noted both of those things. But I just thought to have him speak out in the way he did, in which we've been waiting all year to hear somebody say it besides Trevor Lawrence. Miles is a captain. He's been here a long time, and he finally spoke just in general stuff that the fans wanted to hear. Marvin Jones spoke before him and talked a little bit as well, but Miles really went into how he was feeling, along with driving all the way back from New York when he had COVID. He said, he, I wasn't waiting for the plane. He drove all the way back, said there was some crazy traffic in Virginia. Sounds like a heck of a trip. Not one I'm interested in taking. It's pretty impressive. It is. It's a long drive. It's a very long drive. But anyway, uh, Miles will be out there on Sunday. You could be there on Sunday. We have Jags tickets to give away right now. Uh, we just gave away some Iceman tickets. We're going to do another pair of Iceman tickets um, in the next segment. But right now, Jags tickets Sunday against the Colts, and we'll stick with it. Caller number four right now will win some Jags and Colts tickets for Sunday, 904-362-9901. 904-362-9901. Call Brian. Caller number four will win some tickets. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks overtime on ESPN 690. Action Sports Jacks overtime ESPN 690. Sat back down at the camera, see the balding, really disappointed again. So that's the second time. Uh, this is a problem. I'm going to have to start wearing a hat. Like the lighting in here is good. It's like TV quality because you know Brent, TV guy, hooked it up. Uh, I. I'm so distraught. I can't even think straight, and I'm disappointed. Well, maybe, right? You just go to the seventh greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan. You just shave it all off, man. Shave it all off. Can't do that. 
Can't do that. Yeah, you, know the, you know the only thing worse than balding is full bald. Whoa, whoa. I don't have whoa, a good... No, whoa, no, no, no. I'm saying for me. I'm that around here? I'm saying for me. I don't have, I don't have a that, good head shape. Listen, man. You know... Uh, you know better than me. I don't know what your head looks like under um, like the I receding feel hairline. It. It's not I'm, good. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm just saying, Casey, I think you could pull it off. You're Casey Kurtz, man. You saw your ascension from TV to radio? People don't know that. I, I know the personal story, man. Listen, That's true. you could pull you off anything that you want to, man. I yeah. say you pull it off. I say you shave it off. Razor blade right here. Yeah, I can't do that. Okay. Right. Man, man, I'll work on it. I'll consider it. I'll, I'll consult with Amanda, who made me get the haircut, needed the haircut. But now it's just not good. Brian Middleton, uh, Casey Kurtz, Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 690. Our guy John is headed to the Jags game. Um, he's excited about it. We're excited that somebody's excited to go to the game. Uh, he mentioned what he may or may not be wearing. Uh, I'm not going to. He, he's still debating. He's still debating. I didn't sway him one way or the other. I think, uh, I think it's a tough situation. Uh, in general for Jags fans, or not necessarily for fans, but it's just a weird situation to be in, uh, especially from my view of it because I work here, so I consider myself in the media. But at the same time, I am a fan. And I am disappointed at sometimes with how things go down there. But at the same time, got to stay professional. So I think... You do what you got to do. If, I think if you're a fan, you have a right to do what you got to do if you're going to pay um, pay to come into the stadium and all that. So you do what you have to do. And Brian Middleton, rumor has it, you have something on your mind that may or may not have to do with what could be worn at the bank on Sunday. You want to talk about vague headlines? I just made that as vague as I could. Hey, man, because you're good at what you do. Yeah, I, You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, man. And by the way, your timing is impeccable. I'll tell you why in the break, okay? So, you know, Casey, when we do these okay. what's on your mind segments, we yeah, usually yeah. have one thing that's so egregious, so outlandish, so precipitously out of character that we can't help but rant about it for five straight minutes, you know? What did he say? Yeah, well, today ain't that kind of day. Oh, no. So there's so much happening in and around the sports world, and honestly, I couldn't make a choice. So to the millions of listeners, you get a buffet of rant today, starting with this. Unless somehow Goat Brady or the Tennessee Fighting Vrabels find a way to win the chip, the Las Vegas Raiders should be the team of the year in the NFL, hands down. I mean, goodness. Look at what they've been through. Henry Ruggs to Damon Arnett. Their 2020 draft class is over. Then losing their head coach to a fishy like email Jack. scandal. Well, that's fair. And even the passing of football legend John Madden. And yet they are still within earshot to make the playoffs going into the final week of the season. Crazy. You see, Jags organization, this is how you deal with adversity and still remain afloat. And speaking of the Jags, uh, Jags fans, can you please stand up for me real quick? I appreciate you. Thank you. I'll have to get up because it'll, it'll fix the balding situation. Yes, it will. Lighting. So, listen, I've been hearing about this clown convention that allegedly is going to be taking place at the bank on Sunday. And to that, I say, who's the real clown? I mean, if you're going to pay money that goes straight to the organization to get inside the stadium to watch a game, just so you can look like a Sam's Choice Pennywise for three hours, knock it off. Y'all better than that. I like y'all better than that. I mean, some of y'all don't need makeup to pull off the clown costume anyway. Oh, I'm no. just saying. But 
there's a better use of time and money, like becoming a member of Action Sports Jax's OT's Patreon and YouTube. $2.99, not a bad deal. And speaking of bad deals, let me tell you one that wasn't. The Antonio Brown tenure at Tampa Bay. Sure, it seems like it's burned all the way down to the ground now, but Brown was an integral part of that Bucks playoff run last year, and he grabbed six catches and a TD in the big game. That is true. Mm-hmm. Listen, when A.B. came to the Bucks, even with Brady vouching for him, we all said the same thing. We said when Kim Kardashian and Kanye West got married, that's not going to last forever, and it didn't. And here we are. Even if you hate him sure. and the horse he rode in on like Casey Kurtz, oh, well, he's going to more than likely be back on somebody's roster next year. And he's got a Super Bowl ring. But while A.B. is leaving his team over in the NBA, Kyrie Irving is joining his, at least on a part-time basis. And I'm here for it. Regardless of how you may feel about Kyrie and his vaccination status, or that he thinks that the earth has as many sides as a sheet of paper, it's <laughs> undeniable that he cooks on the court. His return to the team last night saw him get 22 points in 32 minutes in a win over the Pacers. Now listen, Brooklyn already had one of the best records in the league. And that was just having James Harden and Kevin Durant lead the way. It's no wonder the Nets are willing to welcome him back in his limited role of playing only mostly away games. I mean, three actual stars are better than two, right? Yes. It's like my cousin says, Casey. Yes. You can never have too many concubines. Shout out to the Old Testament. Add to your harem that you're a Persian prince named Aladdin. Ooh. All in all. Whole new world. All in all, somebody better DM Phoenix and Golden State and let them know the Nets are coming for that crown. Casey Kurtz, that's all I got to say about these things. Yeah, that was a lot. It's a lot. Antonio Brown, we texted about him a little bit. I I think I said this a little bit earlier, but if I didn't, I just want to clarify. I don't, and it's coming out now. Like, if you're on Twitter, uh, there's, there's a female that is currently spilling the tea. We talked about that. Check that out. Uh, in the last hour of the podcast. That'll be hour three, Action Sports Jacks on the ESPN 690, wherever you get your podcast. But uh, I don't believe A.B. I don't believe what he said uh, about the whole statement he made. Uh, to me, it seemed a bit fabricated. What? But you, but you don't believe anything he said? Well, it's at this point, it's all but been proven false. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's not apparently, there's text message receipts saying that he was going to do what he did to his female companion. We're talking about two separate things. I don't think we are. Okay, we're not talk- talking about two separate things. Yeah, so uh, I'll give you the quick rundown. Uh, Antonio Brown, according to the Daily Mail, uh, verified check mark on the Instagram, uh, was with a OnlyFans model uh, the night before the game. And then she released text messages in which she said, then which Antonio Brown said that he was planning to quit on the field and that he was a certain type of crazy. So I don't believe his story, no. I didn't believe it before, but now I really don't believe it. Okay. Yeah. Either way, you still hate him and the horse he came hey, in on. You know, hate is a strong word. No, I just think you said, you said he was a bad guy. You said I, uh, I you didn't like that. him. You said you didn't care if he disappears forever. I said off the face of the earth. You said whatever. That's what you said. I, no, I think play. I said Kyrie, you know, flat. No, I'm just kidding. But look, I don't. You hate him. You don't I, like I him. I don't hate him, but I don't think he's a good dude. Like, he shouldn't have been allowed to come back and play. I'm going to stand by that with the fake vaccination card. I believe that fully. Hey, I don't think that uh, you're wrong, per se. I'm just, I just want you to own it. I'm owning that part of it. I, I don't hate the guy. 
I don't, I mean, hate's a strong word. I don't like him. But at the end of the day, what I do, I respect, in a sense, a couple things about Antonio Brown. The first one is that he's a heck of a football player. The second part that I respect about Antonio Brown, and respect is a weird word to use here, but I respect the fact that he probably needs help mentally. And that part of it doesn't make you a bad person. Like, that's not the part that I have a problem with. The part that I have a problem with is how he appears to treat people. Like, the situations that have occurred with the mother of his children that there are police reports about in which he acted towards her, that makes you a bad person. Having a mental health problem does not make you a bad person. It's the actions in which you take towards people that at one time obviously cared about you. Um, That's the part that doesn't sit right with me. Um, And even, like, you can even take the vaccination card to that because he obviously didn't care about his teammates enough to, one, tell the truth because he lied to them. And had to know that this could come up in a situation, and then he's he's letting them down. So how, how did he treat his teammates? Well, not very well. And then he just quit on them on the field. That's the part of Antonio Brown I don't like. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Antonio Brown, fully healthy next season. Does somebody take a chance on him? Probably. Probably. I mean, probably, but is it the right thing to do? No. Oh, whoa, whoa. If we start getting into the right things to do with NFL teams, we're no, no, Oh, sports. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to have that conversation. Absolutely not. But you, Absolutely not. But you make a lot of good points, especially on the personal end, things that he's done to people, even outside, especially outside of, we're talking about teammates, you know, as a civilian. Yeah, I'm with you all the way on that one. So. Yeah, and it's crazy. By the way, I just want to work this in. Uh, we got one more break we're going to hit. We're going to do cash or trash it. I'm also going to ask Brian Middleton an NBA question. But uh, Amanda just texted me. She said, so I wanted pizza and I ordered it, dot, 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 dot. And then a second message. It says 84 minutes until delivery. <laughs> so rip, says Amanda. What? Yeah, that's tough. I don't know how wow. that happens, but um, that's tough. By the way, uh, as we go to break, the Jacksonville Icemen uh, will play in the ECHL All-Star game against the rest of the All-Stars from the ECHL. I believe that's how it works. That will be on, I believe, next Monday. Double-check that for you. But nonetheless, if you want to go, listen. The number is 904-362-9901. The caller we're looking for is number one. So dial the number right now. Call my man Brian Middleton, 904-362-9901. Be the first caller. We'll hook you up right now with a pair of tickets to the Jacksonville Iceman ECHL All-Star Classic. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Action Sports Jacks overtime ESPN 690. Brian Middleton at the broadcast dawn on Twitter. I'm telling you people right now, you're going to want to be friends with Brian Middleton after during the college football playoff. I'm telling you right now, you're going to want to be friends with this man. Follow him at the broadcast on uh, Casey Kurtz with you as well, at K Kurtz. Um, uh, just in general. Don't forget, don't forget, don't forget to, to promo yourself, man. Yeah, just in general, if you want to be a part of something, you can join my Twitter as well. But Brian Middleton, I'm telling you, you're going to want to be friends with this guy. In general, he's a, he's a decent friend to have. Um, like I said, I learn more about him every single time we talk in front of a microphone. And that's uh, what excites me. And another thing that I like Brian Milton brings to the table is cash it or trash it. It's new 
ESPN 690 Action Sports Jacks Overtime. Uh, and let's do some of that right now. Cash your trash or Brian Middleton. What am I cashing and what am I trashing? All right. Uh, so, you know, as, you, as you've as you already stated, cash it or trash it, I'm going to give Casey a statement. He's either going to agree with it and cash it or he's going to trash it. And then I got a sound effect. I'm still working on the trash it sound effect, by the way. Okay. So, you know, it's still up in the air. But anyway, so let's start with number one. Former Texas A&M QB, Zach Calzada, transferring to Auburn changes nothing for Auburn's outcome in the SEC next season. I will cash that because I agree with you. I don't Tell think- him to bring me my money. Yes, sir. I don't think it changes anything. He's Bo Nix, but he's got a couple more years of eligibility, in my opinion. It's an interesting move. Um... First of all, it's an interesting move to transfer out of Texas A&M. They look to be going in the right direction. But to go to Auburn, again, uh, I think Brian Harson is a decent coach. I think they will do okay. But uh, I, he, he's literally Bo Nix, but with two more years of eligibility. So I think that's an interesting move. On the Auburn point of it, though, if I'm Brian Harson, I like it because you just lost Bo Nix, so you need a quarterback. He's uh, got plenty of years of eligibility. On that front, I think it's an okay move for the university. If you can develop him, great. But as a outside perspective, not knowing what you're going to be able to do with him coaching, uh, does nothing for me. All right. Next up. The best that SEC can finish in this current bowl season is six and eight. Six wins, eight losses. Is this an indictment on the conference? Well, don't they have to finish six and eight because they're both SEC teams? Hey, man. Semantics. Okay. They're five and seven right now. <laughs> okay, awesome. So they will get to six and eight. And, and here's a little bit more information. Of course, you just said the national championship, as we all know, which you also can listen here at ESPN 690 on Monday. It. Yeah. Um, is both SEC schools, UGA and Alabama. And uh, yeah. some all bold wins, some other bold wins. Thank you. We're over Penn State and Iowa. <sighs> is it an indictment on the conference? Um. Is there a recycling bin? Can I, like, sort of cat? Like, okay. You want to pass? Or I don't know what that means. It means, like, I agree, but I don't at the same time. And here's why. Yeah, we'll do that. I'm with that. Okay. Is it an indictment on the conference? The SEC is extremely top-heavy. Like, that, they have the two best teams in the country. It's not close. We found out in the semifinals it's not close. However, when you look down the line, Ole Miss is all right, but they lost. Uh, to Baylor, who's a great team. You got the Baylor Bears? Oh, yeah, the Baylor Bears. That's who we're talking about. The Baylor Bears! Yeah, you better believe it. Um, But look, they lost the bowl game. I think Arkansas is okay. They obviously won the bowl game you're mentioning. Texas A&M is a decent school as well. They didn't play. Um, They were supposed to be in the Gator Bowl, but they didn't. But the SEC East is bad, folks. Kentucky is, you know, they were 10-3, and but nobody really believes in Kentucky except Josh Allen. Uh, Tennessee is whatever. They lost to Purdue, I believe, in the bowl game. South Carolina, that's one of the bowl wins. Shout-out to yeah. my man with the mayonnaise on him. Yeah. Uh, Missouri, the, the Gators are bad, and Vanderbilt is horrible. So it's such a top-heavy conference, and the West is a lot better than the East. I don't know if it's an indictment on the conference, but it's definitely, in, in a depth perspective, definitely not at the top. All right. There we go. Next one, Casey Kurtz cares nothing about college basketball for at least another month. <laughs> um, I will trash it because you said nothing. I do care a little bit. 
I will. I do watch college basketball. Like, I do care, uh, but I'm not locked in in any way, shape, Can or form. Can you tell me the top three ranked teams in men's basketball right now? Yeah, it's somebody, Duke, and somebody else. Duke's number two, right? Duke is number two. Number one is the Baylor Bears. Number two is Duke, and number three is Purdue. I knew that. I knew it was Purdue. I don't think you knew that. I did. You said someone else. Yeah. That's the – that's – no, you didn't know that, sir. Okay. All right. So you, you kind of care a little bit. Yes. Okay. There you go. Uh, let's see. Next up, tipping with a gift card for more than what you would tip with an actual cash is okay. Let me read it one more time. Tipping with a gift card – for more than what you would tip with in actual cash is okay. Is this a trick question? No, nah, it comes from a TikTok. Uh, okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna say cash it, but I know I'm getting set up. Tell them to bring, tell them to bring me my money. Okay, so here's the thing. Never been a server. Don't under really understand how that works. Is do they get? Do they not get it? Do they not get the tips from the gift card? So the like, you're setting me up, right? No. So the story is uh, this guy, he went out, uh, him and his girl, and they said the holidays have been hard. So instead of being able to tip you with actual money, whether it be on our you know, credit debit card or you know, Venmo or whatever, or actual cash, we're going to give you this $25 Amazon gift card. And compared to the actual oh. amount of the bill, a uh, 20% tip, according to the bill, was somewhere around 17 bucks. So it's more. So yeah. it's more. Yeah, I think, yeah, cash it for sure then. What's wrong with that? Tell them to bring me my like money. You can buy anything on Amazon. No, some other people were like, hey, I need this money uh, for bills, not for Amazon. Now that's fair, but you also need to like eat and wear clothes and you can buy those things from Amazon. Okay, so Casey Kurtz, stiffing uh, waiters and waitresses all over ideally, America. Ideally, slide the cash, but like at the end of the day, if you're giving me a $25 Amazon card, I'll make it work. You feel a little emotional about that, man. I'm just stating the facts right here. Man, what else we got? Listen, we're at 42. We still going? We're still going. All right. <laughs> Next up. Even after their loss to Cincy last week, Kansas City should still be the favorites to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Cash it. Tell them to bring me my money. I picked the Titans to win the Super Bowl. I still think they could, but favorite, they are getting Derrick Henry back. But favorite, it has to be Mahomes in Kansas City. Okay. You didn't sound too confident in the beginning, but you made a good point right there. And speaking of Tennessee, for the next one, if Tennessee finishes with the number one seed, Mike Vrabel, he's your coach of the year. Cash it. Tell them to bring me my money. That changed from last week. Yeah, just move on. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about Mike Vrabel anymore? Cash it. Move on. Okay, we'll do it again then. Tell him to bring me my money. All right. Hopefully Amanda's listening right now. Without looking, Casey Kurtz, can you tell me in two seconds or less what day you're getting married? March 6th. Tell him to bring me my money. Hey, we're going to do it again. Tell him to bring me my money. (laughs) I hope Amanda was uh, listening right there. Yeah. And Casey, uh, you know, I'm not going to hold you to this because we have a show on Monday, but... As you feel right now, is Alabama holding up the national championship trophy when everything is said and done on Monday? Cash it. Tell them to bring Alabama big by a lot of points. That's the Kurtz curse right there. Probably. (laughs) The Kurtz curse right there. Oh, man. Probably. Alabama big. That's wild. All right, Casey. Well, that's it for cash it or trash it. All right. Yeah, I think Alabama wins that game big. We'll do a lot of that on Monday. Uh, 
one more thing for you before we get out of here. Uh, we asked Austin Lane this. We're going to ask you. Next 10 years in the national... Uh, the bat... The nat... Why can't I speak? In the NBA. Next 10 years. Amanda's listening, by the way. Um, John Morant or Giannis Antetokounmpo or Kumpo or something along those lines. You know who I'm talking about. His name is Giannis uh, or John Morant. John Morant, younger. Giannis, obviously, is a problem. And I want to get your take on that because you're an NBA guy. Uh, I'm taking Giannis for a couple of reasons. He just seems like he's Trashy. more durable. He's more durable right now. Hey, when you get the hotkeys, you can trash my takes right there. Uh, listen, <laughs> John Moran's okay. my South Carolina brother. He's from the state of South Carolina. I appreciate everything he's done. Uh, you know, he came up, he got it out the mud, as the children say. Yes, and and I appreciate everything that he does when he tries to dunk on seven-footers. Uh, it, it, I appreciate it, okay? But he's already been injured. Uh, he's a smaller guy. He plays, like, a lot of people like to uh, say he's a Russell Westbrook type. And, yeah, I, I get it, a young Russell Westbrook. He reminds me a lot like D-Wade, though, um, when D-Wade first got into the league. And, you know, towards the end, D-Wade, he just he couldn't stay healthy. It, you know, that kind of play over a long period of time is going to wear on you even more so. And he's slight. I think he's probably like, what, 6'1", 6'2", probably 190 pounds. I'm, I'm just guesstimating right now. Giannis... Legit 6'10", you know, yeah. uh, 240, 250, and he's been durable. And I think that his game um, is going to allow for him to be more durable. Now, if he starts getting, like, uh, like a foot problem or foot injuries, a lot, a lot of bigger guys, when you get those foot injuries, it's game over. You can't really bounce back from that without having that chronic, you know, chance of inju uh, injury. Right. But I'm going with Giannis. Every day of the week right now. You said for the next 10 years? Next 10. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to play till he's 37. You know, I don't think he's going to LeBron track, but I would still take him for whatever length of period he's going to he's gonna play at. Um, and then, you know, ja, he's going to be great. He's going to be, uh, you know, an all-star multiple times. He may get to a uh, you know, finals or two. Uh, Memphis looks really good this season, a good young team. But I'm going with Giannis uh, as constructed right now. Interesting. Eh, not really. Austin Lane also took Giannis. I'm taking John Morant. He's younger. I'm all about the youth when you got to run up and down the court. Uh, just continuing on with the balding. This is a disaster. Um, I just I can't stop looking at my balding in the camera to on be, the stream. To be fair, it's an angle, uh, and you know, Casey, with your hair tight, I'm trying to I'm trying to package this nicely okay. with your hair tight. When you start okay. cutting low like that, it's gonna look like that right there. Like it, so I have thin hair now? I've never seen white have, dudes with, with short hair that don't look like that with that cut. So, you so know. So I have thin hair and I'm balding. I don't know if you're balding at it's this point. It's a disaster. It's pretty much a disaster. All right. What well, wasn't a disaster was the program, though. Action Sports, Jax. It sure wasn't. Overtime. It was a good one. It was a good one. We'll do it again on Monday. Like I said, 3 to 6, the usual show. We'll break down what happened at the bank on Sunday. The Jags. We'll play the Colts in the season finale. We will then shift to strictly national championship coverage. That will be from 6 to 7. Me and Brian Middleton will get you set for the national championship, which will be on ESPN 690. Coverage will start at 7. By the way, we've done a lot of good things in this show. We gave away Jags tickets. We gave away Iceman tickets. I know it's not Christmas anymore, but I'm feeling like Oprah. You get tickets, you get tickets. 
If you want Iceman tickets, by the way, we got two more for you. 904-362-9901. Call in right now. Caller number one will hook you up with some more tickets. We appreciate you listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Brad Martino, Austin Lane, and myself. We'll do it. Three to six action sports jacks on ESPN 690. Appreciate you listening. Have a great night. We'll talk to you Monday. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. Is it too much to ask? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.